You're listening to the AFL Unlimited podcast, where we tackle all the hot topics in the AFL and bring you up to speed with everything you need to know in the football landscape. We'll take a look at this weekend's games and have some mixed discussion about what to expect. Let's head up to the box for the opening bounce. We're back for a mega episode as footy is only two weeks away. The fixture for rounds two to five have been released as clubs relish and despair at their luck of the draw. Boys, welcome. Welcome. How you going? Hello. Good, hello. Good. Are you it's good? good to be here <laughs> in good. the flesh again, guys, for episode four. The other one didn't count, did it? <laughs> well, it could one, be five. One, you know, one number. This is going to be probably the biggest episode we've done because it's about the most news flying around at the moment. What's happening, Chucky? Well, obviously, the biggest news, it was uh, very flashy, the release of the AFL fixture. Well, they released round two, all individually, big focus, and then mm. they had the big countdown for the, the next three rounds. It was pretty exciting to see them get oh, going. That's pretty riveting stuff. What was, <laughs> what was interesting is how they kind of published it that way. Um, but what do we think? What were the big takeaways? Who were the big winners, the losers? Who kind of got stiffed a bit here, guys? Take it away, Tiz. You've, uh, you've been dissecting. I was sitting uh, on the couch with Tiz that day, and he was dissecting the fixture. So. He's checking the logistics the, of it. The, the, there, yeah. was, there was um, a, two absolute um, Montes, I suppose. We got Geelong and Brisbane mass- massively advantaged early on. Yep. So Geelong got three out of four at home, which is quite significant. We've got the Hawks come out. We'll probably delve into a few more of the key games for round two and probably take a bit of a deeper dive next week at uh, the other games. But... They don't lose very often home. Four games lost in four years. I'd love to see how many we've lost since 2007, but it's... Uh, Not a lot. It, it's, that's no. exactly right. We don't lose there very often. Um, <laughs> Unless it's Fremantle or Sydney. I reckon it, might, Sydney. I reckon it yeah. would be well, probably seven. Seven games since 2007, because we had that streak of 30 n- odd. Nearly 30. Nearly yeah. 30, and then yeah. there was Sydney, there was the Freo loss, there was a North loss in there, yeah. and then the four. So, yeah, seven or eight losses in... 13 years. It's not, <laughs> it's not bad. Not a bad advantage. Yeah, it's not pretty bad. No, no one talks about the Geelong being a really good home ground advantage, but they talk about West Coast and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's, but that, that's, that's okay. Yeah, we, we mentioned it. We mentioned it before Geelong's got a really strong home ground advantage and interstate advantage because mm. we're not technically in Melbourne, but... <laughs> we, we, won't, we won't delve too much into the Cats okay, and supporters, on, but... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, what was that Bri- with Brisbane, yes. A lot of games at the Gabba. I've got to actually see how many, but they've got the next four at the Gabba. I believe so. Mm. I be- um, that's what I was thinking. So that that is significant for them. They obviously lost to the Hawks first week at the G. Mm. Um, so it's a real yeah. big chance for the Cats and the Lions right here to mm. really get their season going. Early wins are massive, as we know, and yeah. it can really set your season Especially up. Especially more for a 16-game <laughs> well, yeah, they're more, yeah. they almost count they for one on. and a half at yeah. times. So, um, those are the biggest takeaways that I found. Sort of, yeah. In regards to the week. opposite of the winners, big loser here, I think. I think the Hawks got absolutely stuffed mm. with this draw. Oh. They start. They they come back to Geelong for the first time probably what? Since 2006. 2006. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four, four, 14 years. And they come back to one of the biggest home ground advantages, as we said, for mm. the first time. So, they get. And they'll probably roll us too, so... (laughs) (laughs) They'll probably roll us. They follow it up with the MCG against the reigning Premiership Uh, Tigers. Yep. A little bit easier against uh, North, I believe, they play, but at Etihad Stadium, so North's advantage. Yeah, for sure. There, or Marvel, sorry, guys. (laughs) (laughs) I travelled back in time a little bit there. (laughs) Um, And then Giants in Sydney. Wow. So they've kind of gotten rolled there. They played two of the Premiership playing teams. Yeah. Um, and it's get tough as it gets. a little bit. It's going to be interesting to see, though, because it was swinging roundabouts. Like you say, 
Geelong has good start. Brisbane, you know, mm. at least location wise, good start. But it will sort of all swing about. What I thought was interesting too is like you'll get home games technically in a way like Geelong, but there'll be no crowd. Brisbane, no crowd. Eventually, you're going to have a stint of away games too. Mm. It'll be interesting mm. to see if we were to get any crowd later at some point. It'd be interesting. It could be some parts of the season where you play against, albeit a small home ground. Mm making as much noise as they can, as opposed to you may have played four games without any crowd at all. And different home grounds are unique, like Geelong, probably less to do with the fan noise. Just the, the, the dimensions, the, mate. The ground oh, is yes. shaped like a yeah. kidney bean. Dim- yeah, yeah <laughs> kidney bean. I've never thought of it like that. And others are purely like We're, a I, real fan I, re- I remain the West Coast, that... Well, you can vouch for that. It was rocking. Oh, wow. It was, it was insane. And, and unsubscribe. <laughs> speaking of West Coast, and you're mentioning the roundabout, Shorty, they're going to they're gonna be stuck in that Gold Coast hub, but come the end of the season, yeah. they'll just have you know four, five, six home games in Perth, at mm. least straight. So they might be the big winners. If they just keep their heads above water and mm. just, you know, average some games down in the hub or wherever they're playing, mm. they'll come home strong. Yeah. You know they will. You'd say they'd be fairly compensated with a few easy ones home yeah. games to, to close it off. Yeah. Just on an opposite end of, not in terms of the toughness of the competition they're playing, but getting stiffed with the free, t- free TV rights. St Kilda, don't have yes. a single... Free Don't TV know. game for the first few oh, rounds really? coming up. Yeah. So, yeah. And, yeah. It's, and, it's not, <laughs> and it's not like they're playing dud games or anything. Yeah. Mm. They're playing Collingwood at the MCG. So you think they might be able to get an mm-hmm. audience to that, wouldn't they? Mm. And they've yeah. also got a game against Richmond as well. So two of the big powerhouses, and they don't even get... That's shot on TV. Probably the only Richmond and Collingwood game not on TV. Meanwhile, the bottom four, I think I, I saw it, the bottom four from last year have nine games between them over the next few rounds. Yeah, right. yeah. This is so what Chook brings to the table. Yeah, he's come absolutely One week off, it's like, give him a week off, he's come back fresh. Why do you think I'll sit in my car? For a half hour. I don't know what that car was doing at the front of my classroom. There's this bloke loitering out the front of legs. He's looking through the curtains going, what the hell's going on here? Why is that strange man across the Is he swiping on Tinder? He's Wi-Fi. Yeah, he is. He's logging into the Wi-Fi. Langs gets the new MBN installed and a week later Chook's just yeah. out the front of my house every night. <laughs> uh, no, that's that's certainly interesting, the um, the free-to-air stuff for St Kilda fans. But um, I think Fremantle as well. Um, there was some talk about Fremantle getting favouritism with some home games or some free-to-air stuff. And there was a lot of teams that finished lower than them on the ladder that actually have got a better advantage in the draw and the free-to-air. Mm, um, so Fremantle... I, they must have been a porthole to be like a lower ranked team this year, I guess. But interesting mm. how it's all worked out. Obviously, it's all been done like on the run and they've done the best they can. But um, the hub situations, well, for some teams is still a factor. And, you know, we're sort of just playing on that eastern seaboard of the country. And the, the, the West Coast, this is looking further into the future, but the round mm. five game, West Coast and Richmond at the Gold Coast Stadium. The blockbuster, yeah. round five, the blockbuster. <laughs> great, great. And they'll be the little quirks yeah. that we look back on. And Richmond, you know, in any other universe, would be travelling to WA to play. So and that's an extremely tough. And we've got absolutely no form guide on how a Richmond West Coast game could play out for at Metricon. So they'll be the quirks that we look back and say, uh, maybe there were four points that didn't quite represent yeah. there. But mm. I think you're right. Banking the early wins will be crucial. Crucial. Like you say, smaller season, 
if we get deep and and you're not even sure when you might have a lot of games at home or mm-hmm. how it might unfold, it might not go how you expect. We're like a normal season, you're like, well, this is a tough run. Then we got three out of four at home. You can sort of judge where you maybe should be. Mm. Probably not going to get that at the moment. Mm. Pretty fair there. Mm. An interesting quirk that was noted by a few people with a keen eye was that Gold Coast game Geelong have at home mm. is going to be Gary Ablett's 350th game. Oh, is it? Against oh, the old team oh, at home chook. in the Fortress. Oh, Obviously no fans there to watch it. On the pod. Yeah, yeah. But that would be pretty interesting to watch. And yeah. also, with and no fans, real, if we lose, real. we won't have people walking out early like at Boris Enright's. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> 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 Those people that walked out early were absolute pricks, and I don't appreciate their efforts. <laughs> so what happened in the last quarter, Shorty? I don't... Well, <laughs> I, I had to get some more jam donuts, and I thought... The, I, line, the line was big. And yeah, so I thought I'd grab them from home. Yeah, yeah. So I think I bumped into you on the way I, out, actually. So I, I went <laughs> home, got those jam donuts, I think game was done by the time oh, I got back. That's a shame. I hate yeah. when that happens. Yeah. yeah. Back on to the, the, the bit with um, starting off well during the season. Yeah. Obviously, it's a shorter season, as you've mentioned. I have. You, you, you certainly have. It's a very valid point, and it's a great point. Um, it really does give you confidence getting off to a good start, because if you lose a few early, the confidence almost can sap out of the group before your season's actually yeah, well, off to a you know, reasonable start. Yeah. So, and with a shorter season... As we've sort of mentioned throughout, it's going to be very tough, and those games are going to be like gold early on. So you'll uh, be wanting to play in your best footy right now. Yeah, yeah very which, crucial. Which sort of leads us on to the the topic of mm. um, the fixture. Does it um, obviously give an advantage to some teams? And if you're looking at it from Geelong's perspective, we're probably the best case to sort of look at it. At we lost our first game, and then we've got three out of the next games at home against Hawthorne, obviously, and then we've got Carlton at home, then the D's away at the MCG, and then Gold Coast at home. So mm. Geelong are looking at that fixture and absolutely laughing because, you know, I was saying to Shorty before off-air, you know, it might be, you know, Geelong are like, oh, yeah, you know, we'll try and contend this year and we've already lost one game, so it's going to be tough. And then this fixture's come out and it's, well, just hang on a sec. We've, we've got some games at home now mm. and, you know, the next block might get released and if Geelong make finals, we will certainly have a case to push for finals at home, which goes to show how shafted we've been the so last was, year. Was that a can of worms? <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, I'm, I'm opening it. I'm opening it. It goes yeah. to show how shafted we've been that for purely financial reasons, we don't get to utilise our home ground advantage. And people can carry on and say what they want. If West Coast were playing at like the second smallest oval or the, their non-preferred home ground, they would be crying as well. That's fair. We're preaching to the converted there, mate. Don't give you give me yeah, we, any we <laughs> start might on that, this. We won't hold that can of worms for a little bit later, thing. Give Shorty I've, half an hour. I've got this. one final bit of major news. Oh. Because we've been talking about the return of, of footy and all this. The biggest return, Tizio returned to the footy field with myself the other day. <laughs> it was only a, a casual kick on the oval. Wow. i got to say, it's, Boy, been, it was it's, casual. it's been a few months. Unfortunately, it was pretty amateur, in the, to be honest. We oh, were yeah. rusty. The legs were quite wobbly. I've got to be honest, it was it was. I, I didn't even drink. <laughs> well, I didn't even drink the night before, and Chook obviously had a big one. I, I felt like I bloody drank as many as Chook did. So, and, and you got a few fat lambs down you, didn't you? <laughs> down you. <laughs> right, India. A couple of lambs on you. Yeah, it may, may have been a bit hungover, but... 
pre and post corona there. Was that the big story that you guys were That was on? the major story that me okay, and Tim. Might I just have to edit that out? <laughs> back to hard <laughs> hitting stuff. Not that we didn't enjoy that, but the pre and post thing. Oh, I want to hear the boys' thoughts on this. I don't really know how it could advantage or disadvantage certain teams. It'd be really interesting to see. Big layoff, massive gap in between. I think we'll only know in hindsight, truly, because there'll be some blokes that maybe didn't train as hard as... Like, how can we tell? Like, normally pre-season, we're looking around going, he's burning the track up. They're on fire. He's flying on they the track, are, I believe, yeah. is the, the term yeah, that's yeah, used. <laughs> where we really have had no reference because they've been in their backyards or training in twos, and now they've developed into a little bit more than that. But what do you think? What sort of gauge are we getting? Will any sides be helped in any regard? We've already touched on it a little mm. bit with more of the location and the fixtures and that. Really, really tricky to say, guys, but apparently Jeremy McGovern, who I didn't expect really to, you know, I think he's, the fridge. he's trimmed, off a, <laughs> the fridge, trimmed off a few kegs off the fridge, so he's done well there. So it probably one player that maybe surprised me there was, yeah, I suppose him getting into shape, and there probably would be some you don't surprise. don't he was in good nick? <laughs> well, it's it's a, it's a good example of like with this break, how have players coped with with the break? Do they come back fit or do they come back for the other one? It's it's hard to say. And and if you're seeing examples of McGovern and you know Gorn and they put this photo up of Pendlebury just looking absolutely mint, his biceps yeah. were oiled up and juicy. <laughs> and, but some players might not come back like that, and it's yeah. hard to regulate. So teams might not know where they're at until they came back to training last week. I'm sure they'd be doing checkups and stuff, but it is really hard to tell. And I think the main issue will be, while some blokes might come back looking trim and lean, they haven't felt the body contact for mm. a while, player yeah. to player. I heard this coach talking about like that awareness on the field, yep. that they lose a bit of that because mm. no the match simulation, that sort of thing. So it'll be interesting. Look, to be honest, I've got no, I've got no real idea yeah. as to who could be... I don't really buy into that some clubs because you know I hear people say oh Gold Coast don't play in front of many people they'll, they'll love. I don't really buy into that <laughs> I don't buy into some other theories people have put forward I really just think in hindsight we'll look back and say jeepers that the way One this side went about prepared, it yeah. was better than the other but really because we've got no framework about it prior it's really tough to know yeah skills might be a bit rusty you would say hey? yeah yeah. yeah. It, I can vouch for that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Tiz and Chuck style. <laughs> Rusty. We're, we're the case study for this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Pre and post Fatland. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you think about it, when they, when they come back from a normal break after the season, they spend a good solid, what, few months mm. getting getting fit, getting back to it, and now they've had a, another couple months just out of nowhere, and they're expected to get straight back into the season again, like mm. with a week or two mm. to get back into training. So it's about yeah. have they been keeping up or have some people been treating it as another off season? Are they be going going out and getting on the piss with all their friends yeah. and stuff? Yeah, yeah. Or, uh, right. or has there been strict rules? I think it depends on how, how clubs have taken it. Have they been telling players, this is not an off season? You need to be training hard. Yeah. You need to be doing all this still. Because That's where the difference would lie. And, and just in getting players back as well, like, I was talking about Sydney as, as the case for that. Like, they would have had Buddy and Heaney back from from their respective injuries on the day of recording this. Now, Buddy's just done mm. his hamstring, so that's sort of just gone out the window. Yeah. But um, 
surely with that, you know, the eight weeks that we've had off, it gives, you know, players players like Heaney who broke his thumb in the preseason or did whatever he did to come back. Matthew Cruz has just had half of his injury time, you know, taken off that, so he, you know, he could be back and. Not saying Carlton are going to keep their head above water and push for finals, but if that was a possibility, all of a sudden you're getting Matthew Cruiser back for a potential final series instead of being out for the whole season. So, yeah, that's a good point. I mean, Thank and that's you. where we can quite clearly judge it too. You know, mm. we've missed eight weeks. That was a ten week injury or whatever. It's quite yeah, clear that exactly. they've been advantage in that regard. Mm. But and players' motivation too. I mean, some will come back yeah. ripped and stuff, but other guys may have really been struggling. This is a crazy time. Yeah. We all know that. Like. Yeah. And we're just expecting them to continue on training. I know some have struggled with motivation. Some will come back looking sharp like McGovern, and others might come back looking <laughs> yes. uh, might come back looking like Stevie Motlop a few years oh, back. Oh, oh, yeah. that, that was another player that came to mind. Yeah. I, I think though, what what we do know is that they're all in the exact same situation. So I don't think it favours anyone any more than another club. But it's going to be in hindsight which club was the most creative and the most disciplined during that period of time. Yeah. And a bit of luck as well with injury and whatnot. But yes, the conditioning will be very difficult because it's been like sort of, oh, yeah, pre-season, it's such a big build-up to get to that. And then they've had another massive break, so there's there's a massive chance for some soft tissues early on mm. in the season, um, kick-starting back off. So it'll do be you, very interesting. Do you think it creates um, more equality for the comp? Yeah, yeah. That everyone's that, been brought back down to the same level and it's like, a fresh start, everyone's in the same position? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, as far as the restrictions go, they've sort of been, state by state, sort of mostly been the same, but some have been, yeah, you know, lifted earlier than others. But Yeah. Yeah, yeah that seems like ages ago now we were talking about who can go back and who mm-hmm. can't go back. They're, they're fully yeah. back now, so... It's interesting, yeah. They've basically hit the reset button on everyone, really, haven't they? Yeah. So but you have teams that are like... um forget about round one guys this is our round one you know yeah, what I mean yeah. this is here I think goes. that's the way you'd have to embrace it because yeah. we were going oh Geelong just got pumped by giants we were all mm. a bit disappointed yeah. although we all know how Geelong handles one week of a bye oh. <laughs> what do you reckon it'll be eight times as eight worse as <laughs> normal and, well oh, do you know what I was just thinking we had initially been scheduled to play Hawthorne after the bye as well and I'm thinking, yes, how good we don't yeah, have to play yeah, Hawthorne yeah. after the bye. <laughs> no, we've got to play Hawthorne after an eight-week bye. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and at home, no, too, yeah. so we're, we're, we're guaranteed to lose. Yeah. Uh, let me take you over Germany, too, boys. The Bundesliga. <laughs> they went back. Isn't there where Max Rook got his They went back not too long ago. Is that soccer? Soccer. Yep. They've had, so their average injuries per round or whatever, it's doubled. Really? Return. So it'd be really interesting. Yeah, it'd be yeah. really interesting to see how that plans out too because some clubs might favour that sort of uh, maintaining their fitness levels. Others might look to go tactical. So it'd be interesting to see because mm. I know Trelaw... That is an interesting way to look at it because yeah. we were talking about... Well, I was saying, you know, this season it might be whichever team brings out the craziest or, you know, most risky game plan it might pay yeah. off, but it also might be who can just get to September. Yeah, exactly. With a solid amount of troops. Yep. Yeah. I, honestly, there's so much change, but a lot will stay the same too. Yeah. It'll still be about having that's a core a, group a good and charging 
to finals mm, in good that form. Was, that was an interesting call for the Bundesliga there. Yeah, AFL yeah. so unlimited, we go outside the AFL. Yeah. Like. <laughs> <laughs> AFL gets everywhere, my friend. It's <laughs> infecting the states now as well. Don't, oh, my God. Infecting. Oh, God. <laughs> You'll get on the front of the New York Times. Yeah. Local <laughs> <laughs> Geelong man. He's <laughs> oh. <laughs> a cyber terrorist. Cyber terrorist. Corona terrorist. Oh, my God. Yeah, anyway. Anyway, moving on. Uh, yeah. Shorter quarters. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what do we think? Let's get that off was a that. Quick transition. Yeah, I wanted well, I to quickly get off that topic. Tall, I think, isn't he? But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good old Stephen Quartermain joke there. Just like nah, just nah, not a fan no, of Steve Quartermain gag. Oh, but, I was um, in another dimension actually. <laughs> <laughs> I was in the US, actually. <laughs> yes. Uh, now the shorter quarters debate. We discussed it a little bit the other week, I think, just briefly, and I know we've probably spoken about it in our own time as well. But, so it went back to what was a 16 and a half. It'll stay like that throughout this season. Yes. Fair enough. But I'm interested to see whether you think it should be a bit shorter. A lot of people have sort of said in the media, I like to be 100 minutes. You know, that's down a reasonable amount. Some people mount the case that it'll make it for a bit more dynamic game and explosive game. So there's all that sort of discussion. What do you reckon? They're 20 minutes plus time on at the moment, aren't they? So what do you guys think? Um, have we had any, any indication about uh, added rotations or any more bench players? Not any solid indication, yeah. but there's been a stack of discussion, yeah. Yeah, it's it's interesting because they're going to have to... I don't know, if, especially talking about the injuries and stuff and just being high-impact short quarters, will that result in obviously more players running around at a higher percentage capacity? Mm. Will that you know be a factor in more injuries or... It's, it's a weird sort of thing to think about because it, it, it isn't a heap of a lot of time, but it could be another rotation or less mm. for a player that they're actually out in the field, a higher percentage per quarter that they're actually out there. I believe coaches have been asking for having like extras on the bench. Yeah. And even, mm. yeah, I think an extra two players on the bench up to six. So that's, high rotations. That's are... an interesting one, extra players on the bench and... With the social distancing, you'll have them spread out around yeah. like the security guards. Like yeah. the security guards just before the game, they'll all be spread around the whole line. Yeah. Well, when they cross that line, I'll tackle you to the floor. <laughs> yeah. That makes solid sense. It's a big change, though. Like, if I don't like 16 and a half minutes. I think I can sort of understand if you want to get rid of... Because we do have so many stoppages and those sort of things, there probably were a few quarters that went to 33, 34, 35. If you want to bring it back to more so high 20s and 30. I reckon if you had it 19 minutes plus time on, or yeah. 18 and a half plus time on, but why do we want to shorten the game? I still don't understand well, why a lot of people are saying that. Has anyone ever it sort of footing just, It sort of just happened when, you know, initially um, before the season started. It was just like, mm. oh, there's the virus happening. Let's shorten the quarters and whatever. In it was because they thought they'd be playing off four-day breaks and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, and that hasn't eventuated. So yeah, why, yeah. why is it staying? Are they yeah. still assuming that players are going to be... Um, really tired from mm-hmm. just the general tra- hubs traveling potential of you know being you know the more mm-hmm. exhausted they are the higher risk they are at catching anything or just being tired in general which leads to a higher risk of catching anything it sounds like there will be some five day breaks which probably would very rarely happen like teams will complain about a six day break yeah. or especially when you get multiple six day breaks and yep. traveling same day I've heard teams will play and then they'll sort of go um, as sort of needed as well. So, 
I can wear it for this season. They're probably mindful of yeah. not changing too many goalposts and too much um, policy on the run as well. But Oh, you don't want super goals from... Uh, <laughs> a super goal, a super goal. Is, with a Z. Yeah, yeah. If we can get a silver football going, oh. that'd be great. Can yeah. we bring hit in the post is, is play on? That's oh. That's <laughs> only for bad. the 06 pre-season. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful time. Uh, but yeah, it was... Go on, I, I think, yeah, I'm quite happy if they have it as 18, and maybe even 18 from now on. Yeah. I'd have to obviously see what it looks like. 16 and a half, as it stands right now, is too short, I feel. But um, it's, it's interesting maybe, if that maybe would be quiet too for now. late of a change to make, because they might be training just for the 16 minutes. I don't know if they need to put in extra miles in the track mm. to get their, all their players to get an extra... You know, two minutes of game time into the end of a quarter, or they just like run out of guts. Do, do clubs normally train, do their kilometres around the track to make sure they can mm. run for a full like 25 minutes? Yeah, and then, right. And then yeah. they're okay? Or like, what's the limit a player can go for straight without collapsing? Yeah, fair. Have they been practicing for this 16 minute sort of thing? And the reason we have these extra long quarters at times is because stoppages have increased so much. Mm. So you do have, you know, more time where you know, the clock isn't running because there are so many more stoppages. But I think if they can open the game up, it'll help a little bit. I'm not sure if you just need to make the game shorter to combat that because I like that about our game. Like, soccer's 90 minutes. I think rugby's about 80, not that anyone watches that sport. And then there's there's not many games run for a couple of hours, like team sports as far as I know. I mean, if you look at basketball, you look at hockey, you know, those type of things, netball, they're all... 90 minutes or less, generally. Um, Ours, you know, the favours the wingman who can run all day, Brad Hill, and a favours, say, Nick Rewald, who just, by the last quarter, he's cooked his opponent. Like, he's run him into the ground. Doesn't happen as much now because we don't really see much one-on-one footy. (laughs) But it'd be nice to get back to that and... That's just right. Nick Rewalt would have handled one day as if they did that now. Yeah, yeah. Just runs all day. Yeah, he used to run 70Ks before the game. He ran to the MCG sometimes (laughs) just for a bit of fun. Interesting thing of different sports. Maybe they're shortening the games because they know come final season the cricketers will be waiting to get them off the oval as quick oh, as possible yeah. yeah they'll just be like checking <laughs> like, their watches and like guys, tapping their feet like yeah, at yeah. the boundary like come on <laughs> we've got this oval in 20 minutes can you get off of here <laughs> oh no it's good and I guess we could probably get in our racing segment now Chuck, oh, no, get out no <laughs> get out Daniel, welcome to the racing first half footy short. second half Chuck and Shorty yeah, talking I'll, racing I'll mute you <laughs> you mentioned before if oh. we um, I think it was Eddie again who's let me just say, Eddie, everywhere this week has just been blocking all the shots fired at him. Press red for Ed. Yeah, He's everywhere. absolutely. He's um, everywhere. He raised the 16-minute thing that we should keep it forever. And then the, I think it was Fox Footy or some some social media raised the, if that was to happen, here's all the different things that wouldn't have eventuated in recent history. I think the Dom Shee goal after the siren, Matthew Scarlett toe poke. Mm. What do we think of that? We, are we shortening the length of the quarters of the games? Is that limiting us this like desperate moments of you know game-winning feats? Well, I don't think so, mate. Okay. They'll just be different game-winning moments. Because I don't think so. Take Dom Shee, take okay. the toe pop. They're pop. not like... <laughs> the toe pop. <laughs> they're not like 28 minutes events. They're like 
final minute events. If you know what I mean. So yep. I think we played at the clock. Yeah, they have. I heard. I heard Kane Corns talking about that. Yeah, was, was it like, Kane? Kane? I think was it was. About, yeah. I was like, yeah, it's a nice, inventive, sort of interactive radio topic. Yeah, it's a bit of fun, but I don't think it's reality. He wasn't talking about himself once. That's yeah. <laughs> oh, God. It's like, we're not going back in time and chopping off 10 minutes yeah. from every game that yeah. he's ever played in history. It's an interesting These thing. These moments are now just going to happen at the 16, 17 minute mark yeah. instead of the yeah, exactly. previous. Because with two minutes to go, the clock says 21 minutes played instead of 27. There's still two minutes to go. Teams are in play to win mode. Exactly. So I still think those events will happen. We might get less of them. You know, we might get less over the course of a game. We might get less intense moments or yep. great moments because there's just yep. not as much time. But I still think you'll get those classic final things because they're final minute events. Yeah, that's, yeah. you're not going to have any... It's, it's the time that makes the moment. Yeah, yeah. you're not going to have any time travellers coming in going, oh, I've got a solid 10 minutes before the siren goes. I'll just be casual and the siren <laughs> time goes travelers. off. What if time travel is illegal in the future and they can't come back? So you never know, hey? New topic. <laughs> oh, hey, that's AFL Unlimited. Literally unlimited. <laughs> time unlimited. Time is not a barrier to us, guys. Uh, well... I'm going to get a bit philosophical uh, with you. Pa- with Parkinson's yeah, me, no, hey, with so. Parkinson's law. So time will expand <laughs> to obviously um, fill it. So if you, you guys, are right? I mean, yeah, I thought you were going somewhere <laughs> else. I thought it was getting pretty real, but carry on. Yeah, no, I, I thought it wasn't. Chuck's lost the plot here. Like, yeah. yeah, we'll be back in a second. In any sense, so you've got you, you know, you've got your assignments and whatnot. Yep. They give you two weeks to do it. You could get it done in theory in one day. Yep. But you're going to leave it till like the end of the two weeks. Which is what I do. You're spot on, mate. So um, it's on. going to be the same with a game of footy. We've just got yep. less less time to do it and players and coaches will react accordingly. That's a good point. Back in the day, my sister used to get up for school. Whether she got up at quarter past eight or eight thirty, she'd still be five minutes late. Now, I'm, it's pretty rich for me to talk yeah, about Yeah, I'm just late. about to say. <laughs> but I was always <laughs> on time. Always on time for school. But it's a good point. You're capable of doing it today, yeah. That's deep. Let's get that is, that's pretty yeah. deep. I, yeah. I, I hadn't heard, heard of Parkinson's theory. law before. Thanks, I haven't Tiz. heard of that. Yeah, that's interesting. Interesting. Well, Tiz you. invented the law. <laughs> He's invented a lot of things. <laughs> Tyson <invented> Parkinson. Some... <laughs> <laughs> All this time we didn't know who he truly was. <laughs> it was like, uh, you know, ladies and gentlemen, he's took a shorty and Parker. <laughs> Darren. <laughs> Darren. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's that's all of our topics. Any other? things floating around that we haven't touched on already any other parkinson's law applications we can do here is anyone else rolling with a fake name <laughs> well technically yeah I am. <laughs> well Chuck, you call me lang as sometimes it's actually lang but don't want to correct you on my own nickname but that's fine correct on my own nickname cheers i'm looking forward to next week though because we'll really be able to get stuck into some game stuff you know yes. talk about some actual contests yeah you know, it's been so much broad general view stuff for a while now so that'd be good we'll lock in a bit more into what we're actually seeing happening in the season yeah exciting yeah. to see just apply a bit more Parkinson's law in my day to day life yeah that'd be great mate just so he's not late for anything but <laughs> Bundy he finished <laughs> work I had to get a gym session in alright oh well I think that pretty much um, could have finished five minutes <laughs> end it there I'm, I'm sick of this do you want to talk about racing or? No, I'm done. Okay. You, you can finish it off. No. We got an extra five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> that should do us for this week, boys. Thank you for joining me. You'll hear from us next week. Happy to be here. Loved it. <laughs> Thanks for having us on board, mate. Really gotcha. appreciate it. Cheers. Thanks for listening to this episode. Make sure you follow us on the socials so you don't miss any content. AFL Unlimited, because footy is limitless.